right. Welcome back to another great episode of Dan on Top. I'm geeked. I'm hyped. I'm very excited, as I usually am. My name is Dan Lukowitz. I'm the host of this show. I'm also senior director at the Lukowitz Group and the co-creator of the CRE Pro Course. Today we have with us an incredible guest, CFO and founder of Quantum RE, Matthew Sullivan. Matthew, how you doing? <laughs> Pretty well. Thanks for having me on, Dan. Pleased to meet you. No problem. I appreciate it, too. Feel free to loosen up, do whatever you need to do. At the end, I'll probably make you dance. But in the meantime, I want to get to know who you are. (laughs) If you do, I hope no one's watching. Yes. Well, I hope they are watching, and they are watching. So we will have some fun regardless. But before we get into the dancing and before we get into the value that we're going to add here, this is going to be value anyway, but before we get into the, the, the what it is of what you do, I want you to tell the world here on the Dan on Top show who is... Matthew Sullivan. Well, um, I'm originally from the UK. I moved over here about eight years ago. Um, I married a a, a wonderful um, South um, um, Californian woman. We have four young children. Uh, We live in uh, just north of Salt Lake City in Utah. Uh, My background is uh, entrepreneurial. I spent a few years working with Sir Richard Branson over in the UK. Wow. um, Run a number of businesses. And... um, uh, you know, like you, I, I am, you know, enjoying life. That's amazing. I'm so happy to hear that. What was it like working with Sir Richard? Uh, well, it was a number of years ago, but it was still uh, probably some of the best years of my life. So we worked um, as part of his corporate finance team. So we no worked kidding. out of his house in Holland Park. Um, and, uh, you know, we were in and out of um, the inner circle. So we got involved right at the very beginning with some, um, you know, very interesting projects like V2 Music and Virgin Mobile um, and uh, Virgin Clothing, Virgin Cosmetics. So we were there very much in the early days. Um, I, I just wish that I knew now or knew then what I knew now um, so that, uh, you know, going back, because most of the time I was like a deer caught in the headlights with all of these, <laughs> you know, incredibly intelligent people. But it was, you know, a fantastic, fun, high speed, high velocity you know, time that uh, I look back on very fondly. Wow. Wow. Two-part question. What was it like to work with Sir Richard? And second-part question, are you still in the inner circle? Um, uh, it was fantastic, and no, I'm not. Um, but I, 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 you know, I did bump into him probably five or six years ago. I hope not in an so airplane. When I was working with him, it, it, so it was in the nine, it was in the late 90s, so it was okay. decades ago. Um, but it's still a fun time. But I bumped into him at a, I think it was at a Clinton Global Initiative conference. I, you really? Know, you know, for some reason. Um, and he did recognize me. So he did stop and say hello. So, you know, th- that did f- fill me with a sense of purpose and well-being. It has continued until today. Oh, that's incredible. That's awesome. I'm, I'm happy to hear that. I feel, I feel like what happens in the formative years of someone's career, it's not like we have a relationship and then it just goes away. The relationship is almost like gasoline or petrol, if you will. And, and, it, and, it, and it puts in us a certain fuel that continues to, to boost us off into outer space, into the stratosphere, wherever he is today. Um, and, and that's absolutely incredible. <laughs> Absolutely incredible. So I want to shift. Literally and figuratively in outer space. Yes. Yeah. By the way, can you say literally again? I love the way you guys say it. It's, it's literally. 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 The word literally is literally pronounced literally. Oh, man. That's a bomb. I love that. That is a British humor bomb for those of you watching. Yes. Now, cue the laughter. Okay. So anyway, <laughs> what does it mean to be house rich and cash poor? I, I think many of us 
are feeling it because we see the value of our homes going through the roof, yet I can't pay my credit card bills or, you know, I can't pay the, uh, the, the, the school fees or, or the grocery bills. So in other words, how come I've got all of this money on paper, but I can't spend it? Um, and so what we're seeing really is this sort of divergence of um, people's wealth from the cash that they've got available to the wealth that they have locked up in their homes. Um, and I, I think really the, the rampant house price appreciation that we've seen over the last year or so has really just made that worse. Um, but to answer your question specifically, house rich and cash poor means that, okay, I might be worth hundreds of thousands of dollars on paper because of the equity that I own in my home, but because I can't spend it, it's of no use to me and, 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 unless I can unlock it somehow. Interesting, interesting. So I had understood that to be something different, and I'm I'm fascinated by the way that you're taking that question, the angle you're going. So I'm going to go deeper into what you're talking about. So talk to us a little bit about home equity and maybe some type of home equity agreements, um, you know, and how that works. Because from what I understand, you specialize in that. Is that correct? Yes. And again, this is the problem. So it is a real problem for many, many people, you know, millions of people who have equity in their homes where the bulk of their wealth is in the equity in their home. So their wealth is stuck in a single concentrated, non-cash flowing, non-financial asset. So they're not diversified. It's not providing income to them. It's stuck there. The only way that they can access their wealth is to go back to the bank and to borrow money. So they can take out a mortgage or a home equity line of credit but hang on a second, what if they don't qualify? Mm -hmm. What if they don't have the income? What if their credit score has fallen because of some in, uh, some, some, uh, something that's happened to them? Sure. Uh, if they can't borrow money, they're in a position where they have all of this wealth. The only way that they can unlock that is to sell their home. So what we have is a completely different way of providing capital to the homeowner. And this is very much what you, what you see every day in commercial real estate. So if you look at the capital availability or the capital stack in the commercial real estate deal, you'll have all sorts of flavors of debt. You've got senior debt and junior debt, and then there's mezzanine, and sure. you have all different flavors of equity. So it's preferred equity, shared appreciation mortgages, combination of debt and equity. If you go to a, a residential home, the only financing options you've got is debt and a few flavors of that at best. So what we are, we are investors and not lenders. So we provide homeowners with a cash lump sum of up to half a million dollars. And what we get in return is a share of the appreciation of the home. Interesting. So we don't lend you money. So because of that, invest there the are homeowner. no monthly payments. So, sorry? You invest with the homeowner. We do. And the great thing is we're not on title as owners. So we're not going to come camp out in your spare bedroom or, you know, insist that you paint the living room a bright shade of pink. <laughs> you know, we have no rights over the property. Um, but what happens is when you come to sell your home, which can be up to 30 years from today, when you sell your home, you give us back the original amount that we invested and we share in the amount that it's gone up in value. And that's that's how we make our money. So interesting, it's very different to a loan. Interesting. A critical point is, it is no monthly payments. And as it's not a loan, it doesn't appear on your credit report as debt. 
you can use it for a down payment on another property if you want. So it's a great way of accessing the equity in your home so that you can diversify it out of your home, buy some more properties or, or you know, buy some other type of cash flowing investments. Or, you know, if you're on your back foot, you can use it to pay off credit cards, you mm-hmm. know, to, to pay off those uh, sort of outstanding mortgage debts that you may have picked up. Sure. So it's a very flexible mechanism. Okay, three questions on that topic. Number one, how is it securitized? Number two, do you participate in any downside potential uh, that, that occurs? And number three, are there any types of disclosures or anything you have to do because it's someone's primary residence? Uh, the first question is the agreement itself. Um, there is a security instrument that is put on title. So it's secured by a lien. Okay. And it's a junior lien that sits in a junior position to the existing mortgages. Sure. Um, your, your, your second question was downside participation. And the answer is yes. And this wow. is another very important part. Wow. Because if the value of the property goes down, we run the risk as investors of potentially getting back a lower return or even losing money. Yeah. So if the property collapses in value because of the market and you sell your property, we may end up getting back less than we originally invested. Um, and so there is that true partnership, upside and downside participation. And your third question was disclosures. It's not a loan, so we're not um, really uh, in any way bound by the same disclosures um, that a lender would have. However, we do follow um, all of the same um, regulations on a um, uh, on the basis that it's you know, the transparency is um, can do nothing other than than good. So we follow the same uh, you know sort of guidelines as uh, as you see in RESPA and Truth in Lending to make sure that the customer knows exactly what they're getting into. Um, and um, they have no early payment penalties. They're able to step in and step out of the agreement at any time. Very interesting. Well, I, I appreciate you being on the show for a variety of reasons. Um, you're adding a lot of value to people, and you're talking about things that just are not so mainstream and, and streamlined. Well, streamlined things, but they're not so mainstream. And, yes, and I exactly. appreciate that. It's very interesting. So if one would like to get in touch with you, obviously, you can always reach out to Dan at danontop.com. I'll make an introduction. But if one wants to get in touch with you directly, what's the best way to do that, Matthew? Uh, so we have a website, which is quantumre, which is Q-U-A-N-T-M-R-E.com. So it's like quantum without the U. And um, we do two things. Not only do we enable homeowners to unlock their equity, we also have a marketplace, which we're launching uh, you know, very soon, which will enable investors to buy and trade fractions of the equity in single-family residences. So we're making this asset class, which is home equity, which currently you cannot invest in. We're making that liquid and tradable. Mm-hmm. So we're really breathing life into something that has sat dormant uh, you know, since time immemorial. We're using blockchain technologies to do that. Really? So we're providing a product that is very helpful for the homeowner, yet at the same time, you know, opens up a multi-trillion dollar asset class for investors who want to get exposure to the equity and properties that are not for sale. 
Very interesting. I love blockchain. I'm looking right now. Bitcoin is down 3.91%, which means it's that time of the day to dollar cost average. Um, and uh, I think there's a lot more for us to talk about. I love the name of your organization. I look at it like Quantum RE is Quant M Real Estate. Love that. Got like the quant and then and, mm, and it, the estate. name. Thank you. It was, it was designed because we we chop equity up into tiny sort of pieces or tiny quanta. Um, so it was um, it was born in the blockchain era. Um, so not, not, does, not, doesn't quite resonate as well as some of the other names, but oh, I like it. I think it, re- it resonates with me, man. I love I love blockchain, Bitcoin, all that cool stuff. Um, I will literally dollar cost average as we speak. I hope that's okay, but um, I'm sure you appreciate that. But basically, what I want to say here is that what you're doing is is really incredible, and, and it's very interesting. I, I'm fascinated by it, and I'm glad that it's working out so well for you. Uh, you know, we've got only a few minutes here. I locked in. That's really good. Um, so a couple, few minutes here. Do you have any questions for me, for Dan Lukowitz, for Dan on top? Um, really, yes. I mean, um, do you your view of, of, of real estate and blockchain, um, do you see real estate being ki- dragged, kicking and screaming into the 21st century, you know, dragged along by these technologies, having been, you know, been able to do nothing other than give up resistance. So, where do you see major changes in real estate happening over the next, uh, you know, few months or few years? It's a trick question. The answer is yes and no. I mean, guys like me, we're not going to be dragged. We're waiting for this. Like, like, <laughs> I'll talk to you more offline. But like, like, I'm a I'm a title professional. I ran a sales department for a title insurance agency, and I think that that what blockchain will do for title is going to be incredible. And hopefully, those title companies that are you know the bane of my existence, which are most of them, are going to disappear because we <laughs> don't need them, right? But but an investor like me, I love it. You know, I I transacted this week on a primary, my own primary residence. I I wanted to get paid in Bitcoin. They wouldn't do it. I was like, why not? You know what I mean? But you know, I, I think that. Um, the opportunities for smart contracts, for blockchain, for Bitcoin, for crypto, uh, it's incredible. And the, ener- the, the amazing thing is the green energy and clean energy and energy efficiency that's going to come out of this is absolutely incredible. And here's the thing. I'm not scared of it because I'm a broker. I am the market, okay? My data is inside of my brain and my systems. I'm not scared. I am a man of efficiency, right? So efficient that I literally was dollar cost averaging as we're on the show talking about blockchain, right? So I'm not scared of that. I'm excited. I think this is an exciting time. And I think if you're not paying attention to blockchain and to Bitcoin and to crypto and into things like the equity in your properties and how you can dollar cost average and increase your wealth, well, number one, you're for sure not watching the Dan on Top show at danontop.com. Number two, your mind is closed, so open it up. Listen, Matthew Sullivan, unbutton that button. Let's get down. Either tell me a British joke, that's an oxymoron, or let's dance a little bit, because here's the outro music. I've got a joke for you. Oh, he I took the easy way out. I went on a lifetime last week. Never again. All right. Love it. Love it. Love it. I'm Dan Lukowitz, your host of Dan on Top. Reach out. Dan on Top. Dot com Dan at DanOnTop.com. This is Matthew Sullivan, the CFO and founder of Quantum Real Estate. Love this guy. This has been a lot of fun. Thank you so much for joining us. We look forward Thanks. to seeing you soon. What was his joke?